In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and now your host in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Good to be back here at Golfdom. No small miracle either. Travel disasters for some of my group. Last week in Scotland, John Ronis and John Gould are here. All I need are my two Johns in the house, and here <laughs> they are. Weird. It sounds a little bit weird and creepy, I know. Well, I, sorry, we'll uh, we'll work on that. Anyway, John Ronis, Mr. Gould, good to see you, boys. We got a lot to recap here. United States Open, Mr. Ronis's visit out there with hashtag Team Brennan, mm-hmm. uh, our young aspiring, outstanding individual and in, in great golfer, uh, Michael Brennan, uh, Wake Forest from uh, Leesburg, Virginia. Yep. And uh, we want to talk about the tournament. I've got my Scotland trip to recap, and then we've got a whole bunch of other little things along the way to fill in, including the Travelers, which right. looks like maybe, I don't know, that course. You're from. Yeah, I, I've played it. You've played it? Yeah. Yeah, it's had its day. It's just, <laughs> just mean, tearing any, it apart. Any golf nowadays. course it's soft these days, it's yeah. over. It's right. It's yeah. just over. Including the U.S. Open. Yeah. Including that, which yeah. is where we'll start. So Wyndham Clark wins the United States Open. He was 125 to one shot. He's got prodigious talent. It's been derailed a bit because of life, which yeah. happens. Life gets in the way when you're making plans, as they say. Uh, had about with alcoholism in the wake of the death of his mother. mother. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice win. And Rory, once again, our boy, Ronus, a bridesmaid. Yeah. To which somebody said on our golf trip, because we stayed up as late as we could in Scotland to watch it. We got to about 1 a.m., had an early tea time the next day, and the leaders were at 12, I think, on Sunday. Yeah. too long. And we're like, yeah, we're out. Right. <laughs> we want to be able to function tomorrow. But – um, someone said, why doesn't Rory win more of these? And I go, golf is hard. Yeah, golf is hard. And, and you know, Wyndham Clark went out and won it. I was going to say, won it. since you guys watched more of it than I did, yep. it's not like Rory And we watched a lot of it. Did he? I watched every night. shot. Yeah. And, you know, because, again, the West Coast, the West Coast majors are so pretty cool. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know what? He just took the mindset right from the get-go. And, you know, there's some insight of being there that you could see. But he he – he went out there and he said, I'm going to win it or lose it. And Rory, unfortunately, and I don't think he takes this approach, but it ended up being the same thing that happened in the Open Championship. So similar in that he didn't apply enough gas. I think yeah. so. I mean, there were still some, some three woods or hybrids that Wyndham Clark went out and knocked it, you know, closer so that you can hit it close. You know, yeah. there, was, there was less respect for the Open uh, golf course by Wyndham Clark. I agree 100%. And it paid off. It, it, Rory was so, I mean, it, it, he played it professionally. You know, he was so conservative. He was hitting, you know, like you said, three woods and hybrids, hitting to the middle of the green, the way you're supposed to play a U.S. Open. But the guy in, in front of him didn't play that way. Yeah. He was hitting drivers and hitting sand wedges so he could get it to 10 feet and make butts. Yeah. Rory had 25-footers all day long, right. which well, is – Sounds a lot like the Open last yeah, summer. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what it was, and nothing was going in. You know, he, the first couple of days we saw a few of those go in, but Sunday none of them went in. 16 of 18 greens is what Rory hit on, on uh, Sunday. Right. And so, you know, you would yeah, think, that's a, okay, they used good. To win, that's what you're supposed to do to yeah. win Opens. But now it's proximity. 
And so yeah. when you're dealing with things that are, you know, it crisped up a little bit, but it's still, you know, being out there, you knew, I knew, I told my guys when I got back, I said, someone's going to shoot six under this first day. It ended up being eight. Eight, eight under. Right. And it's because that marine layer, when that's in there, there's no chance at all of making it firm. Yeah. And even when the sun came out, the wind was such what it was, it was just a little wind. You knew that the ball was still going to spin almost on the days that I was there spinning too much. Too much. And so, you know, you just knew that the, from, from Tuesday when I left to Thursday, I knew there wasn't going to be a huge change. And those guys are just going to. Yeah, the sun really didn't come out till Friday afternoon. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. the fairways were very lenient. The yeah. rough was difficult. Um, yeah, Clark hit a hit a massive slice on the seventy second hole on Sunday and still hit the fairway. Yeah, because that fairway was what fifty fifty five yards wide. Right. Yeah. So it, that was an opportunity to choke, and because the fairway was so wide, hey, now I've just got to get it on the green. Because from the rough on that right side, rough where the pin was, it's bogey. Yeah. I mean, you can get up and down, of course, but it's it's you're not a, it's not green. you're not hitting the green. So you know the leaderboard final leaderboard was chock full. Of yeah. stars yep. and studs, but it didn't seem like there was much passing in the race on the back nine, which some said was a function of how LACC is as a course. The front nine's gettable, back yeah. nine is a is a fight. Yeah, I mean the the back nine is a fight, but you know realistically, if you hit it in the fairway, you could go after the the way these guys strike the ball, and it was it was enlightening to be out there and walk the fairways oh, I can't with wait, them. I can't wait to hear more about the, it. The by way the these way, guys we'll hit the ball, it's you just realize if they hit it in the fairway, a five iron, which is two anywhere Ten. from two ten to two thirty for these guys. Is not much, and if you can land a ball on the green and not know that it's going to bounce over, so seventeen was a brutal looking hole and a brutal hole in the way the way everything was set up. But they just didn't have a problem with it. So hmm. uh, it's just one of those things. If they put it in the fairway, they're just really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to your podcast from the preview. Uh, uh, the one, actually, the show I missed. We both missed. Yeah. I think the show. Yeah. The preview of the U.S. Open, and one of the things CJ said that I thought was really interesting is that you know all these holes that play the halves. A four, par four and a half when it's 500 yards, par three and a half, the 290-yard par three. Sometimes that's good because you like carnage, but sometimes it leads to boring golf because yeah. you don't make a lot of birdies, and most of them are saying, I'm just going to get it on the green and two-putt. I don't care how far away it is. Nobody's trying to get it to five feet. Right. Kind of like Rory. They're all trying to get it to 25 feet, middle of the green, I'll two-putt, and I'll leave. And that's what I kind of felt happened. It was, you know, they weren't having – it wasn't a – the traditional U.S. Open car wrecks. Sure. But it wasn't just a lot of action, you know, other than the first yeah. day where, you know, it was fireworks and all that yeah. stuff. But as the course, you know, firmed up, it was a lot of, I just want to hit the green and two-putt and move on. And to your point, that doesn't lead a lot of passing on the, on the, on the leaderboard. One yeah. of the other big stories was, of course, Ricky with a chance to really do something mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And unfortunately, Your original it, boy. Now that you're on Rory, I know, Ronis. I know, and it, oh, it I just, love Ricky yeah. even more now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, after being with him the for whole, a day, right? Know. Exactly. We're gonna hear about that in a second. But uh, what happened to Fowler on Sunday? Well, you know, I, 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 again, I think it's the I haven't been here for a long time, and it was probably a little bit. Let's let's not go off the rails early, and then some guys started to pass him. As he kind of came down, it was kind of a he combination. He was not hitting his driver in the fairway. Yeah, which, and that you know. place, if you don't hit it in the fairway, then you had to get to the side and then yeah. get up and down. And, and unfortunately, 
he didn't get up and down. So his right. putter kind of failed him at the end. How ironic that the putter that he used is the exact same putter that Wyndham Clark was using right. that he tried with Ricky while they were playing at so, the medalist. So Ricky's putter, which is that new, what do they call it? It's a tailor. It's, it's an, a tailor made. Is it an Odyssey or tailor made? I don't know. He's Cobra. It's white, staff, it's white, so it's white and it black. I think it's Odyssey. It's a mid sized grip. Yeah. He doesn't forearm anchor it, but it's just a mid-sized grip. Yeah, and it's probably counterbalanced. counterbalanced counterweighted. But apparently they were playing together. Right. And so and Wyndham Clark said, hey, let me try that. And let me get an exact one. No, he said, yeah, well, he tried it. He tried it when they played, and he said, I'll I have what it. he's having. He called the rep and said, you know, I want, I want what uh, Ricky has. And, he, and the guy goes kind of like, you know what I mean? You want it this length? He said, no, I want the exact yeah. same <laughs> yeah. thing. And then he beat him with it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's yeah, all because it, Ricky played uh, – well, he went to Oklahoma State, but yes, transferred to yes. Oregon, but Ricky still takes care of his Cowboys yeah. Yeah. and, you know, played with them and has been very supportive. You could tell at the end, you know, obviously they played together in the last group. Ricky didn't play as well as he wanted to, but the appreciation and the care that he great. showed Wyndham on 18, you could yeah. tell, you know. That's what's yeah. great about the game, man. Yep. Yeah. I love that about it. Yep. So, before we get to Ronus's experience out there and on the ground stuff and the experience with hashtag Team Brennan and his parents and, and, and Michael and all that, overall, I think the criticisms of this year's Open are fair in that, look, the course didn't live up to the expectations because of the weather. And you could say, well, it wasn't freak weather. Somebody should have said, we're going to get marine layer. It's not going to be as hard as you think. The fairways yeah. were too wide for these guys for a typical U.S. Open, so it didn't put a premium on driving. And then the worst part about it was the crowds. I had no idea they yeah. were going to cut the crowds to 24,000. Yeah. And not only cut it in half so it felt smaller, sounded smaller, played smaller, but of the 22,000 or, or change of tickets, 17,000 of those weren't available to the public. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah. Sponsors and members. This is the People's Open, John right. Rodas. Right. Right. This is this is not the hoi polloi, you know, oh, you gotta be connected to go to it. Open. What a whiff by the USGA. Total. Total. And there's no vibe. You Absolutely know, you think that's LA, they're a little bit more laid back. It, you know what? They're they're coming. Believe me, people were coming from all over the state to come to this thing. And there weren't enough of them to really go no. crazy. And there was the access was pretty close actually to the players. Really, like there were some nooks that you were really, really close. close to the players because right. the way they just jacked the tees in certain spots. So it could have gotten really nice and rowdy. Yeah, and it just I don't know. It's just it was yeah, a little boring. It, it, yeah, I mean, exactly. When they were telling us the you know the facts on the TV broadcast that you know so half of the tickets were corporate you know yeah. in the in the booth so they don't even come out on the golf course. They've got right. a drink in their hand and they're watching from their cabana. Right? right, and those and are the, pretty far away. Yeah, and then the other half, the membership of the of LA Country Club bought up half of those, so I think that was like nine thousand tickets, and they bought up forty five hundred. Yeah. So there was only forty five hundred a day to the true well, public if they used them. But I yeah. heard the membership bought it up and didn't oh, give no, them out. Correct. No, that's exactly what they did. They bought them up so it was more exclusive. And then top it off with that, there's some places out there because of the Barranca that they just couldn't allow, and you probably saw yeah. it, allow Fans the crowds. To go. You know, kind of just think, you know, Augusta 13 green, right? You know, but it gets yeah. back there because of traffic and all that stuff. Well, there, you put two or three of those situations out there, no. and then you, you only see the fans in certain places. It was very strange. Yeah. You know, just, no. Yep. I mean, you could hear individuals, individuals speaking. You know, it was crazy. Even and the, and the, the thing about the fairways being Nicholson. wider 
actually gets the crowd further away. Yeah, yeah. If they're in the middle of the fairway, you're right. You can't. I think it was the worst open setup since Chambers Bay. Only second to uh, Chambers Bay was the worst. This was probably number two. Aaron Hills would probably be in that mix as well, and it hurts me to say that because I'm fond of it. Uh, being a guy that works in Wisconsin, and I love that course. But all three of those setups missed the point of and the execution of what the United States Open should be about. Yeah. And, you know, they got years to do this, right? So you know you know that that time of year exactly what's going to happen. It's L.A., right? Yeah. It's the same stuff. So you had to prepare the surface of the greens if you wanted it to be firmer you know, two or three years in advance with, with the top dressing and the aeration and all the other stuff to make everything firmer. Yeah. Because you know the marine layer is coming in. Yeah, you, and they you really didn't. question whether the membership really wanted it there, right? Because they, they, the, yeah, the, the other point. part of the coverage was, <laughs> you, know, you know, we're super exclusive. We don't even allow celebrities in. You know, yeah. there's all these Cell rules. Phones. They kept mentioning all that. And they bought up all the tickets because they didn't want, you know, the general public to really be there. Yeah. And I, you wonder if they said, no, we want to play our course up until, you know, whatever they close yeah. it down. Date. A, yeah. a month before. And we want it back right afterwards. And we don't want... We don't want the, big well, iron on and, property. And we don't want the, the greens to be all firm two years in advance because that makes it harder for... I, I'm making this up yeah. now. but No, yeah, well, right, you're not. You know? And also, the, the south course there was basically the parking lot right. for Ooh. a lot of the, the exclusive parking. Did it tear up any of their holes? Oh, it had to. Like yeah. a congressional... It had to. Now, it didn't rain, so they didn't have to worry about that, but okay. it had to. So... Yeah, I can see it. I can see the reasons why they wanted to do that. But And didn't they promise LACC another one of these in the distant future, or is it a Well, I would not be surprised event. because that's the way the USJ yeah. has been working. But, I mean, right. it's probably 25 years from now the way these, they, all these associations And they might get so together ahead. and just agree mutually, we're okay. Yeah. We don't need a pass. Well, I don't, well, I mean, I, and we love it on the West Coast. Yeah. Just maybe not there. Right. Well, okay. So if we're going to talk U.S. Open venues, I'll tell you what my rota should be. I, I, this is what I want the event to be. Okay. I don't want to be going to public places. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I want private clubs that are elite. Oh, the only public place I'd want to go is Pebble. Here you go. West Coast. You ready? Olympic, Pebble. None of this Tory Pines. Tory Pines stinks. Well, and we see I, it I every agree. year, too. I, I, I like literally could care less we about Tory Pines. We see it every Pines. year. Yeah. So see it every no, year. There's exactly. no drama to it. Yep. Tory Pines, you're out. Um, then I would go to the Northeast, but I would s- not come to D.C. because we're too hot in June. Yep. They can never get it firm and fast enough. I'm sorry. Right. It just isn't going to happen. Yep. So you start in Philadelphia, Marion, Baltus Roll. That's Jersey. Marion, Baltus Roll, Shinnecock, Oak Hill. Uh, Brookline. What am I missing in that Northeast by the way, corridor? This, was, this LA Country Oakmont. Club. Oakmont yeah. you can yeah. do as well. That's what I want the U.S. Open to be. There's a good rota right there. And I guess they're going to do Pinehurst. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else, enough away with you. So this I'm was a miss. You. I'm with you. This was a very pretty on television. Maybe, maybe a interesting miss. Like Northern ooh. Midwest. Northern Midwest could, is exactly yeah, yeah. right. Northern the Hazel Teens and those right. ones. You could get a few of those. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be strictly it Northeast. It could be your organization's territory. Yeah, it PGA. could be. Could be. Yeah, that's okay. true. All right. Mr. Oak Hill certainly is. Mr. Yeah. Ronas, you went out there to be with your former pupil, he's, Mr. He's, Michael he's Brennan. He's no former pupil. Let's get this straight. Still? He's not a former pupil. Never was a pupil. Oh, sorry. I He's, thought you taught I'm, him. I'm on. I mean, I've I've helped him on okay, different things, fine. but not I'm not going to claim I'm his, yeah, I'm fair his, enough. his teacher. But um, you know, we have a little team that we've put together that that we all just try to help in any way we can. Okay, so you know the Brennan family. He's a member. 
He's a member of River, 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 River Creek. And, he, and you know the it. family. Okay. Very so well. you went out there on when? Sunday? Monday, no, no, Monday. On Monday morning. I took an 8.30 flight, got there at like 11.15. Took the red eye back on Tuesday night. I okay. was in, uh, it, it was interesting. I was in Miami for the weekend to, for a wedding. On Thursday, the, the, the week before, we did an NIL with a, a company that was working with Michael. And I emceed it. So we did that. And as part of that, Terry Riley, who's working with Michael, he's, he's his NIL agent. He's a right golf now. agent, Terry yep. Riley, he's based pretty, here in Virginia. Yep. And his company, Wasserman, also works with Ricky Fowler. Well, during that, I had my book. And Terry took a picture of the picture with Ricky that signed to Michael because that's in my book. Well, explain that story for those who don't know. Start so from went, the beginning. That went viral, yes, crazy viral. So what it was was when I was interviewing the Brennans for the book, they gave me this picture, and it is a – what happened was Michael, at like nine years old, dressed up as Ricky Fowler. So they had a picture for Halloween. They had a picture of it. One Christmas, uh, Mike Brennan asked Terry, because we're all friends, hey, do you think Ricky could sign this? And so he sent the picture to Terry, mm-hmm. and Terry – had that signed by Ricky, and it said, keep working hard, I'll see you, and they did the math, you know, I'll see you in the 2025 U.S. Open. <laughs> and so, well, it happened, right? That's amazing. So Except Terry, two years early. <laughs> yeah, Terry took that picture from the book, and he obviously sent it to Ricky, and they were able to set up a practice round. Okay. And the then practice round was viral. Monday or Tuesday? So the practice round was Tuesday, okay. and Michael played nine holes with Denny McCarthy in the morning, who's the nicest guy I've ever met in my Another entire life. Another local D.C. kid. Yep. Yep. I, number country, one putter on tour. Argyle yep. Country Club. Great, yep. great guy. You know, you want to root for him. And then it was Spieth, and uh, it was Ricky and Michael against Spieth and JT. That's a star-studded practice in the round. You know, we're walking in the fairway with wow. him the whole time. It was crazy. It was crazy. Did but they I, play 18 or 9? They played 9. Okay. Yeah. I got I got there, and I'm go, I walk into the thing for, to get my credentials. The first minute I'm there, and who strolls and just stands right next to me getting his credentials? Rory. <gasps> so oh. I'm like, tr- don't look at him. He's a zoo animal, according to Zay. He's a zoo animal. <laughs> don't zoo look animal. at him. Don't touch the zoo animal. Don't yeah. talk to and him. And then he's like, yeah, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? And And – I've ended up passing like five times, but That's the crazy. access that we had due to Terry and the Brennans in what they supplied me was, it was one of the greatest experience golf flies that I've ever had. And think. you've had, I've had a some good ones. ton of great experiences. Yeah. So it's, it's one, it's seeing someone's dream fulfilled. It's seeing the happiness in the family and Sean as well, Michael's brother. And then the play. I mean, these guys are good they are oh, really, yeah, really good. You know, funny, too, because Michael hit a chip in on the first hole, the third hole, his first round. There was a wild chip, and he chipped it up. Well, they practiced that for like f- five, ten minutes, you know, when they were practicing. So you're like, wow, how do you think of that? Well, it was already practiced a million yeah. times. Right, right, right. And now right. I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling here, but it was... The match it, was fun. It was... The, so there was, was, there, it was, it was... I talked to Ricky's father for about 45 minutes... Um, I, I was looking for his grandfather, picture? actually, who got lost. I was looking for Ricky's grandfather for a little while. Um, Ricky was just very, Ricky's very professional. You know, how you doing? Good to yeah. see you. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Didn't really talk to Spieth or, or JT that much. Ate lunch with Denny. Um, interviewed him. Yeah, you know, so you saw that. Um, so, but the me, family atmosphere was wild. Let me ask this. I saw a video of... Uh, Michael on the final hole, which would have been the ninth hole. Of the day. Yeah. What was it? Eighteen or was it number nine? It was his second day. Would have been nine. Okay, and there was a bunch of kids running around on the green. 
Oh, 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 oh yeah, shoot. So that was the match. match. Yeah, yeah, the ninth. So at the end of that, they're playing for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And and I think Ricky was gonna cover Michael. And One hole for a hundred? No, it was the whole match. Okay. So it came down to the last hole, Michael had about a twenty footer to win the match. It yeah. was tied. And Spieth's son is running on the green, and Ricky's daughter is running on the green, and Michael's got this putt, and of course, you know, he's not going to stop. So Now, was he, this gamesmanship to distract no, them? No, no, no. It's just the wives are there. And, but and somebody in the video a, said, watch, it's not going to distract him. I heard Oh, prize dad. Yeah, prize Mike. his dad said this yeah. won't bother him. And he drained it, and yeah. then Ricky's daughter <laughs> takes the ball out of the hole. Oh, my God. It was God. fantastic, and that's one of the things, the family atmosphere of that zoo, because it is yeah. wild. Because I stayed in the hotel with the players. Wow. They ate with the players and everything else. It is a wild show. Like, I don't think I could ever live that life. But um, you know who I talked to for about five minutes? And I, I it's killing oh, me. Okay. Cam Smith. Really? really? Nicest guy. Joe Dirt, huh? I have to change Aussie my Joe whole Dirt. philosophy <laughs> of him. Like, actually, you know, he lives near my sister-in-law. He's asking me questions. In Florida. And I'm just yeah. like, wow, if you could know how many times <laughs> yeah, right. I dissed you, you on the radio. You. <laughs> it was so nice. Now, those guys, those single guys were rolling uh, Monday night. They were rolling in their T-shirts and jeans. They were Downtown, going to a club. They yeah, were going to a club. No okay. question. Yeah. Um, but the family kind of, the, the tour has got to be brutal. Brutal to sure. live on tour. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, All right. So. It's just, it just was wild. Michael shot. What the first two he shot days? Seventy four. I think he shot seventy four, seventy five. I believe okay. it was what he shot. What did he tell you after the experience? You know, it, it's it's kind of letting it kind of sink in. He immediately had to go to the Northeast Amateur and play in that. And he finished like thirteenth or something in that. There's a lot of things going on because for Michael, it's the Walker Cup. Um, the, so the Walker Cup captain was following him around. He's not. He's not in on that yet. Is there a no, point system, or is it purely no, chosen? No, yeah. no. But he's ranked ninth in the purely world. Chosen, so it's purely chosen. He okay. should be on the team. I'll just say he's that on straight the. Up. He's on the whatever they call it, the hot lit. You yeah, know, they got took a, like sixteen players right, down to Florida. He's right. on that. But so he should the, be on the team. Yeah, and they just got to pick the final twelve. But whatever. It is. You know, I'm sure there's some politics and things. And so that pressure, then the pressure. You could see him a little bit more nervous when he played with Ricky and those guys, but. There's just a ton of distractions, and um, and I think he handled himself great. And his game translates to a tour caliber. So when you, so in they, what way? they sent me there, Length? he's a birdie. He banker, sent me all right? the um, shots gained and stuff and different things. And he had a poor putting week, and um, but his you know 32 on the second day in strokes gained driving or or 20 something or whatever. Like it's it's up there, world class for that. So he's got the game that's going to translate. Now it's just, you know, when you talk about short game, a lot of it is just, again, distractions and not being super, super laser focused on that. Um, so, it, again, he's going to get there, and he's going to, I think he'll win a tour event someday. But there's nothing that is going to prevent him. So him playing with Denny McCarthy. Denny McCarthy is is inc- incredibly gifted. But, but he's 5'9". He and he doesn't hit the ball too no, far, no, right? No. He hits the ball he far, makes but punts the eyes putter. out of it. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a great short game. So when you take a look at those two, you say, well, if this this and this can mold together, it's going to win a well, tournament. It's like Wyndham Clark. 
you know, right. he's always had the talent. It's, right. it's getting rid of the distractions, the stuff we started yeah. the show with. Yeah. You know, the the way life got in the way, and he was able to clear that and just play. Yeah, and that's what they have to do, and that's why it's tough those first couple of years, I think, on tour, yeah. and certainly playing you gotta, in your first U.S. Open. Got to learn tough. golf courses, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but, you know, a wise man once told me, performance equals ability. Minus distraction. Yeah, that guy must be really smart. I was going to yeah. say, do you know that guy? I do know that guy. <laughs> yeah. So on a scale of 1 to 10. Terms 100. Of, <laughs> 100. In terms of golf experiences for you, John Ronas, who has led a charmed golf life yeah. and has earned every bit of it. 100. 100. I can't thank Terry Riley enough and the Brennan family for hooking me up with, with just the access. So, yes, 100. 100. Okay. It's going to be a tough one to beat. And I want to thank my wife for for forcing me to go out there. I wasn't going to. We're flying back from Miami. She goes, as soon as we get home at 10 o'clock at night, I'm booking your flight and I'm booking the hotel. So, Laura, thank you, as our anniversary is tomorrow. Laura. Good job. Why you had to be forced, but that's a whole separate issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Coming up, my trip to Scotland with the lads. It was an absolute banger. Talk about 100 at a scale of 1 to 10. I'll give you all the details, plus a sexy new gambling game I learned while we were over there. Stay with us. Capital Golf Gang, plausibly live from the center fitting bay here at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Come on down and get yourself some golf gear. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. I hope that wasn't too scattered, Zabe. No, it's fine. It's perfect. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. We are back at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner, plausibly live, catching up on having missed last week due to well, a lot of people in a lot of different places. Zabe here with John Ronos and John Gould. Uh, Mr. Buddy is out this week. He's busy uh, opening up golf stores in other parts of the country. We hope to have him back. He's in Chicago, right? He's yeah, I think Chicago. that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, Playing golf, I'm sure, too. I just got back from Scotland. It was an incredible trip. Ten rounds in eight days. We hit every single one of the Rota courses in Scotland. There's a big group, obviously, over in the U.K., in Great Britain. i got to go get collect all those. And then the last piece to collect will be Royal County down – no, Royal Portrush, yep. where they had the mm-hmm. Open just recently when Shane Lowry won it. Cinderella right. story. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to collect them all. Just give me time. This was my third trip of a lifetime in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I have loved this trip so much. I've done it three times with three differing sets of golf friends because 
I went once with a bunch of guys just here from D.C., and then the second wave in 2018. So 2012 did it. 2018 did it with a big chunk of Wisconsin guys. There was still some holdovers that had been going on my Piners trip that said, are you ever going to go back? And I'm like, I would do it if enough people want to go and I had enough guys. Got delayed three years because of COVID, but we were there, and it was incredible. We only had four holes out of 180 where I had my rain suit on. Wow. wow that's good lucky. for you. Uh, only two holes in which the brawley had been popped, as they call the umbrella, umbrella. the brawley. And we had mostly warmish to comfortable with some proper Scottish wind on one of the days to test our metal and our skills. And everyone got along great, which is no small feat because since the trip had been delayed and was sort of falling apart of the edges and I'm herding cats and getting guys to jump in and take over for this guy about out, only four of the guys actually had known each other together from previous trips. Wow. So eight of the guys were new guys. Wow. We had a father-son combination. Uh, the Feenies, Ryan and Jake from Ashburn. We had the Dooley brothers from Seattle. Uh, Glenn Dooley used to work here in D.C. That's how he learned about the trip. He was working here listening on the radio and said, I want in on that. Brought his brother Sean with him. Uh, we had injuries aplenty, but nobody missed a single hole of golf. Nice. Despite all the injuries. One of our guys, Big Dave, had a blister open up on the ball of his foot that looked like he stepped on an IED. It was unbelievable. Ugh. Uh, but soldiered through on that. Another guy, John Dunphy, he had a uh, surgically repaired left ankle within the last year, was not walking great, took a buggy half the time, but still gutted out and walked on that the other half of the time. Uh, Sean Dooley, the leprechaun, I called him because he's short and he's got red a red beard. Didn't mind it either, by the way, being called the leprechaun. He had a replaced left knee within the wow. last year, and his right ankle was flaring up by the time the trip was nearly done. He soldiered through. And I only had one small blister, thank God. And somebody had brought these really good Band-Aid blister Band-Aids. Oh, wow. Which you need to learn about yeah, if yeah, you yeah. have blisters on your feet. They sell Band-Aids. You got to look online for them because they're probably not in every you know grocery store out there or CVS. Uh, but yeah, they sell really good ones. So that saved my trip. But a great time. The courses we played starting down in the Southwest we went to Turnberry, which is my favorite. We played Turnberry, the B course, the Robert the Bruce course, and then we played the championship course, the Elsa, owned now by Trump, which is why it's out of the rotation. Yep. It's a crime that it is out of the rotation. To me, it's the number one course in Scotland of all the Rota courses. The whole vibe of the place, the hotel up on the cliff, the Elsa Craig, the rock where they make the curling stones looming out there off the coast. The course is like Pebble Beach on steroids. It was great in 2012. It was even better when Trump bought it and then had it redesigned. Several of the holes were moved around, put on the ocean. It's spectacular. I love the whole place. So boom, boom, both of those courses played Prestwick, which was the original home of the Open, just up the road about 15 minutes. Tiny, quirky, no irrigation on the fairways because they hadn't had any rain. It was baked out as hard as can be. The greens, though, were nice. Um, that was great to see history there. Uh, the caddies are the most interesting at Prestwick because they're certainly the most rough and tumble of caddies that you're going to get. You know, they're locals. Yeah. <laughs> they're locals. They were fun, though, to have. Then we went to Troon, which I had previously ranked pretty high, but I'm starting to think now, I don't know if it ranks as high as I once liked it. I had the Greatest caddy, though, I could get, a guy who was a pro jock, you know, a looper, pro yeah. jock. Yeah. He, yeah. Had, he had been the caddy for a Scottish pro whose name escapes me, who qualified for some big events like the U.S. Open and Congressional in 97, but otherwise was kind of known as the, the, the Scottish pro just beneath the top tier. 
So he caddied for almost 40 different pros along the way, including celebrities like Neil Armstrong, Tom Brady, Clint Eastwood. Steve Zabin. That's right. (laughs) And uh, what was great is he was just the most interesting philosophical guy in the world. Uh, Was not feeling great the day that he uh, caddied for me because he said, look, I was fit and healthy. I ended up getting the vaccine because I had to go to uh, the States. And everything just kind of got haywire after that. He's still trying to rally back from it. Didn't sound overly bitter. Didn't go on a big, long conspiracy rant with me about it. Just was kind of matter of fact. Mm. But looked like, which was great, he looked like the quintessential caddy. I'm going I'm to give you a clip of him saying, find your game, laddie. Oh, I saw this on your <laughs> You saw it on my social Fantastic. <laughs> so great. And you're right. He looked like he was either off a boat or caddying. Yeah. It was perfect. And it was no surprise that I had my best round of the trip, 77, at Troon on a fairly mild, not totally wind-laying-down day, but it was, a, it was a nice day at Troon. So that was great. Then we went to Muirfield, which I call Purefield because everything is buttoned up and pure at Muirfield. It's a bit like this. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, uh, sir, you know, uh, do this, do this. You know, they, they've got their rules there, but I respect it, though. Then we went to the old course. The old course was great except for one thing, Ronus, and this is where your phrasing sticks in my head from time to time. Unacceptable. You know that phrase? You yeah. Use? Unacceptable. What was unacceptable? The clock on the Royal and Ancient was wrong. On the, wrong? On the, how, oh, yeah. How wrong? Hour and a half off randomly. Oh. Wow. I, I look up there. It's like we're off at 9, 9, 10, and 9, 20. Why does it say... 10.42 or 10.40, whatever. It's an analog clock. Yeah. And there was fencing around the RNA clubhouse, which you can't get into anyway, construction fencing, because they're building a women's locker room there, yeah. which right. is going to be underground. So it's a $14 million project wow. to dig under there for 20 lockers, you know, because they're, yeah. they're integrating the clubs, right. which is yeah. fine. We're all yeah. for that. And so there was a bit of construction going on. And I looked at our, our tour guy, Ronnie. I go, Ronnie. Well, come on, man. What's up with this? So why is it that way? And he goes, Ah, oh, yeah. Well, there's nobody been in there for forever, so I guess that's why. It's and right I, twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the caddies said, Well, it's right twice a day. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I got hysterical, but I was, I was upset. You know why? Because I set up my two cameras on number one, and two different angles. And to me, one of the great iconic angles is upwards quarter shot clock in the background. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted the clock to reflect our Teton accurately. And it's not that you hard. You can change it digitally. Go back in and... You think <laughs> with the construction, it. they're shutting power off and stuff like that, and they're just not bothering to reset it. I don't Doesn't care. care. No yeah. words. For a lot of our guys, this was their one trip there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That clock needs to be right, for God's sakes. It's the most famous clock in the world. What if the Swilkin Bridge was closed when you went well, there? No. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they, yeah. when they put that little the patio yeah, pad. Yeah. The patio. I did see that this faint outline of the grass yeah. with the dumb New patio. Yeah. And, and yes. But anyway, we had a grand day at St. Andrews, and I made a curling 15 foot birdie on 18 that I caught on camera with my little pole and phone holder, which I heard one little cat caller outside the rail there Just give the me a little bit there. of grief about yeah. like, Yeah. Oh, God, look at this guy. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But I buried that, and I got the tourist applause, 
for the birdie, which was fantastic. I did the full introductions on the first tee where it's like, now on the tee from Walla Walla, Washington, whatever. And, uh, and I told the caddies, I'm like, you guys better clap. You, know, you better clap for, for our introductions because, you know, we're paying you here. Yeah. So they did. And somebody said, yeah, did you see, like, the old lady behind us, the tourist? She was clapping. She thought it was like a real event. <laughs> so we had a great day there at the old course. Then we went to uh, King's Barns, which yeah. is a newer design by Kyle Phillips, I want to say, who's King's an American. Barns spectacular. Yeah, it's, I played it. I mean, great. it is spectacular. King's Barns is like, I call it whistling straights, uh, Whistling Straits, Scottish style. Okay. I can see it. New, but more linksy feeling, pot bunkers, bigger greens, but still right up on the coast with great right. holes back and forth. And a couple holes once you get to the back nine where there's a stand of tall pine trees that add some accent and flavor to it, unlike a true links course that has yeah. no trees yep. whatsoever. Yep. Has some rock formations as you go around the back, which makes it interesting and, and everything else. And the start else. with the elevation the oh, yeah. The view is spectacular. Yeah, and they've had uh, – I think they had the Dunhill Cup there before. Mm-hmm. They're pushing for an open. But I don't know if the RNA is going to deliver the open open to a new baby course. No, they won't. Right? They Probably won't. never. They won't. Yeah. they won't. So from there, we uh, went up to uh, North Aberdeen to play Trump International. And Trump International is outrageous in its scope and its – just the ambition of the course. It's harder than Chinese trigonometry, especially when the wind blows. Um, it was blowing as well, and I somehow managed to carve it around for an 81, which was one of the great rounds I've ever had there, uh, including 18, which we played from the tippity-tippity-top-top, back-back-back, 652 yards. Wow. Reaching the fairway was a 250-yard carry, even though he got 100 yards of downhill, or 100 feet of downhill, if not more. It was into the wind. Did you say 252, Kerry? Yeah. Yeah. What tees do you and I play? Not that one. Yeah, Well, so I I nut one. It's into the wind. Into the wind. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm just taking a drop. I'm saving the ball and just taking a drop. Yeah, it was into the wind. And I thought I had made the fairway. My caddy was up there scouting. He's like, you made it. I'm like, yes, my trip is complete. And I can get all the way down there. Three feet short. Oh. Three feet short, but at least it was on the little fluffy walkway. You play it. Yeah. So okay. three wood, three wood wedge later. Wow. Uh, two putter for bogey. Yikes. So, yeah, it was, it was great. So we went from there. We played Royal Aberdeen the same day, which has held the Walker Cup, a Walker Cup that featured Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantley on the U.S. side, and pretty much a bunch of no names on the European side, and the Europeans won. It is one of only three courses designated Royal in Scotland. Mm, uh, Royal County Down, Royal Aberdeen, and Royal Troon. So that's the significance to it. It's a really cool skinny links course that's near the ocean. Good view coming off the first tee down to the ocean and the greens. Then you kind of don't see it very much. There's a windmill on one of the holes, which <laughs> sort of through it. is unfortunate. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, they're big on wind power yeah. and, and all yeah. that up there. So there's a windmill right there, which takes away a little bit of the ambiance. But it's a, it's a fun, good course, really good course, championship course. And then we woke up and went and played Carnoustie on the way oh. down to Carnasty. Edinburgh. Carnasty oh. on the last day. Now, was, it, was told, it nasty? No. I told the guys, they're like, what's Carnoustie like? I go, it's flat. Yeah. And it's yep. mean. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, you're not going to enjoy it. Well, we get there, 
and we had a nice day. Windy at first, though, but it was a nice sunny day, warmish day for Scotland. And the course was in great shape. I was like, wow, they've got this thing tuned up. It was great. You know, a lot of the places there didn't have rain. They do have irrigation there, so they kept the fairways a proper amount of green. Not overly green, but linksy green with a splash yeah. of brown or whatever. And then the wind just sort of laid down. <laughs> and golden sunshine bathed us for the final seven or eight holes. Yeah, it must have been cool. Yeah, it must have been terribly glorious. yeah. Was magical. One of the caddies said, "Got to play it over the little, little burn there, right? It's <laughs> yes. burning across the middle, in front of the green." One of the caddies said, "Ah, you got Carnasty with his pants down today." Yeah, <laughs> and I said, great. "Wow!" But um, so we we played there, and I was playing great, swinging great, inexplicably. Because here's the thing: when I woke up that morning, I could barely get to the bathroom. Everything was sore from the 36th the Imagine. day before, yep. and I thought to myself. I know I don't have to swing a club till 2 o'clock today, and it's only 8.15, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. Well, a little bit of warming up, some breakfast, two Advil later. Yeah, By the yeah. time I got to Carnoustie, and I warmed up in their simulators, because they don't have a range there. Right. They've got right. simulators. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm really, it's, it feels really good. And I went out and was playing great. One bad mistake. I'm three over through 10. Wow. And I decide, Ronas, inexplicably, Oh, this is the beef pie story. To go get a meat pie. Oh, for the love of God. What are you doing? How did you even finish? Well, so what happened was the (laughs) little... It was not an intestinal problem. The little... Well, these meat pies are delicious, by the way. They're like croissants, but they're kind of hot pockets. Empanadas. Yeah. And and they've got meat inside. They're flaky. They're crusty. They're yummy. Okay. The the little halfway house is after 10. So I get through 10, and 11's tea is over here, and I say to the guys... Guys, let me hit real quick. I got to go get a meat pie. Yeah. So step up. Routine's all out of whack. Snipe hook into the schmutz. I'm like, all right, we'll pack it out, make bogey, move on. Meat pie time. Yeah. Go get the meat Meat pie. pie, Meat pie, meat pie. Meat pie. And so now I'm eating the meat pie and I'm starting to walk to try to catch up because everyone's on their way. And I'm like, okay, find my ball in the rough. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the meat pie down here. Got to watch out for the crows because the crows will Mm -hmm. come and eat the meat pie. Sure. Sure. and I Carnivorous find the ball, gross. find the ball. I'm like, all right, let's just get it back in play. And there was some gorse to the left, but I wasn't worried about it. I say, I'm just going to hit it back in the fairway. Take my grip, glove on my left hand, and I take a practice swing. And I'm like, why is my left thumb pretty important part of the swing and the grip, right? That left thumb security. Yeah. Why is it all slippery? What is going oh, on no. here? <laughs> I've been eating the meat pie with my glove on, yeah. and there was meat pie grease on my left thumb. But because I'm behind and I'm scrambling and it took a little while to find the ball, I'm just like, okay, it just uh, doesn't matter. It'll still be fine. Don't change gloves. Don't go gloveless. Just whack it out. Sure enough, slip, hood, gorse. By the time I was done with 11, meat pie triple. Uh, Meat pie. That's a tactical Triple. Tactical Unacceptable. Unacceptable is right. I end up shooting 80. On the number oh. at Carnoustie <laughs> with a meat pie triple, so I guess I'm going to have to go back. At yeah, some point. I mean you'll be right back there in eight years. So yep, yeah. exactly. So that was the trip right there in a rapid fire nutshell. There's the find your game guy. Yes, <laughs> you got to turn it up. You got to come here and you got to find your game, Waddy. <laughs> Especially in Scotland, you got to come here and you got to find your game, Waddy. Find your game, Waddy. You guys, you got to see him too. He's yeah, he's literally. That's funny. What was fantastic. What was great is that there were a number of guys on our trip that did find their game. 
you know, one of the guys struggling early, and he ended up playing really well. And to hear guys go, hey, it's really great. You know, Steve Baker, he's, he's playing great now, you know? It's great. It's a I wonderful mean, look, thing. this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And right? we never play 10 rounds in eight days at home, no, right? Never. You know? And so, oh, 10 so rounds you in can, eight years. Yeah. Divorced. Right. Yeah. So you can't, I mean, playing the game more helps, right? We all yeah. know that. We just don't do it. You're right, so yeah. that's now. Nice. It's, it's, if I could regale you with one more story, which is actually course. one of my great you regrets. Got your keys here. Yeah, it's all right. You got one of my great regrets of the trip. And by the way, there's a lot of bogeys. I said we should add up the bogeys on the trip. You know, just things that didn't quite go right. Sure. Our bus driver left one of our guys' bags at the Old Course Hotel on the way to Kingsbourne. So we get out there, and one of our guys, Boomer, is like, "Where's my bag?" We're like, "I don't know." They had ducked away from the bag process to go get a souvenir real quick before the bus left. We're like, fine. Wow. You know? So the bag didn't get on. And I asked our bus driver, Mike, who was our replacement bus driver for Johnny, who was great. And Mike was great, but he was more bus driver only. Johnny was bus driver, golfer, tour guide, yeah. the whole schmear. And Johnny says at Kings Barnes, which was only 15 minutes away, thank goodness, he goes, no, I put all 11 golf bags on there. And there you go. <laughs> I'm like, yep, all 11. It took everything in me to not just blow my lid and go, 11? Yeah. Who goes on an 11-person trip? Come right. on, Mike. Right. Think here. Yeah, let's not focus on the negative, though. No. Let's stay yeah. on the positive. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a bogey. But my bogey was on 18 at Carnoustie. So I'm in the first group, and I finish. As you know me, I love the digital assets, the photos, the videos, et cetera. So I get done. I quickly go get my second camera with my cell phone. I go back out to the fairway to the group. The groups are coming down. It gets fairway shots, approach shots, so I'm out there. And the final group included my best, one of my good golf friends, Scott Shirey from Houston, who tries too hard at the game and is too analytically focused with his Arcos shot tracker and everything yeah, yeah. else. You know, he needs to let the game come to him a bit, but yep. he's, he's kind of brute forcing it right now because that's his personality. He's there, and he has hit a monster drive on 18. I couldn't even believe where he was. I'm like, how did you hit it this far? Because it was a bit downwind, and he just tagged it and it bup, 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 way down there. So I'm there behind him getting a low angle shot, super slow motion because it's going to be glorious. He said that didn't bother him. Hit a bad shot, flared it into the bunker right on 18. Okay, fine. So then I'm there talking with another guy in our group and I'm showing the Vandeveld uh, carving on the edge of the burn where he, the silly Frenchman waded in there to maybe like, maybe I can hit it out of here. Yeah, right. And when you see it in person, you're like, this guy was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> completely insane. A dry lie, you might not want to try to get it out of that thing. And that thing was up to his knees. So I'm showing him the Vandeveld thing, and the guy's like, oh, it was here. And I'm like, yeah, it was here, and I'm talking, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I hear from about 20 yards away behind my back was a click, swoosh. And I turn, and I look up, and there is my friend Scott's bunker shot sailing over the green, and out of bounds, left of the green on 18 by a mile. There's like a putting course there. There's just a little wire fence at Carnoustie that denotes out of bounds. Yeah. And he just says, why don't you talk more in my backswing and slams his club against the bag. And he wasn't wrong because I was oblivious to his play, and I felt terrible for that, and I was blah, blah, blahing it. Now, some guys, it literally doesn't matter. For me, I have a hard time. I have rabbit ears by nature, and so I would have likely, if I was him, stopped and said, hey, fellas, fellas, can you just give me one quick second here? He didn't do that for whatever reason. 
So he slams his club and he clomps off immediately, just yep. clubbed down and starts marching. Caddy doesn't know what he's doing. I don't quite know what he's doing. Is he quitting? Is he out? <laughs> Is this it? Going to get his gun? What a- so, <laughs> so he goes clomping after the ball, apparently oblivious to the fact that it was out of bounds. Oh. And I didn't have – at that moment, I was so sorry about the whole thing. I didn't have the stones to go, that's, that's OB. Yeah. Instead of walking after it, just drop another one. Right, we'll right. get it later. Right. So clump, 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 clump. He goes to play it? He goes to get it, and then he gets there. He goes, so what is this over here? Is this out of bounds? Yeah. <laughs> tell yes, sir. Clump, 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 clump back. His caddy is there with the bag marching after him. They come back in the bunker. He drops one in there. Do I need to tell you what happened next? Bad Fluff still in the bunker. Yep, had to. Fluffs it up again, two putts. But he took it in stride and said he absolved me of any guilt, said he should have handled it better himself. And I said, no, this is on me. I should have been more cognizant of your play. Uh, just buy him a drink. It's over. Just yeah, I mean, it's, it just has nothing to do with you. I mean, <laughs> just accept it that you're not that good. I know. You know what I mean? I could do it. Anyone but, could do it. Any pro could do it. But people talk in your backswing, though? I, don't I really, have no it, problem. It, with I really that. don't care. Really? You know, honestly, it does, it's yeah, what you said, Dave. If good. I have a problem with it, which sometimes yeah. it depends on their voice and whatever, if I have a problem with it, I just I'll just turn and go, "Hey, yeah, I'm no, not gonna, I don't have to be nice about it or right. anything." And because I'm, right. I'm not upset, I'm just like, right. "Boys, yeah, my turn." I get it. Yep. I get you don't realize what's going on for that particular. I'm not saying that you're trying to. It's a it's a conspiracy to make me hit a bad shot. She's like, "Boys, hey, I'm gonna yeah. hit a shot." Yeah, okay. when I do when I do that, I always make sure to keep it light by saying something self-deprecating. Like sometimes guys will park their cart right there in front of you. So you, ball, and there's the cart, and they're just sitting there watching you. I will say, hey, come on, man. I'm nervous enough already. Give me some room here, will you? I don't need to do that. I just be like, move it. Just move, and they get like, it right. It. It's, right. There's no yeah. no need to. But if I'm a jer- if I'm a jerk about it now, I feel like I've added pressure but on myself to a, hit a good shot. You're not a jerk about it. I'm not a jerk about no, it. No, I know. Like, you're matter car. of fact. You just yes, move the car. Exactly. I know. It's no big deal. I know. Yeah. I, I really don't begrudge you for parking it there like an idiot. Just <laughs> go ahead and just move it. I mean, yeah. it's no big deal. And the caddies were great, but they were of all varieties. I had a couple really good ones. I had a couple guys who were just. Kids going to law school, looking for yeah. some extra money. What's, what's and interesting that you just say that is, is uh, I'm going to Ireland in the end of July. We talked nice. about that before. And uh, they told us that it's hard to find caddies in Ireland because in Ireland, it's like a hobby. Somebody will just, uh, a, a local, I'll pick up a bag this week. Where in Scotland, it's more of a profession. So, sure. they, so they have a, a, a you know, uh, group of people available at all times. Oh, yeah. So they've told us there's going to be some courses you go to, you're not going to have a caddy. You're going to carry your own bag because we literally don't have it. Simply must be more work other than that in Ireland. It could be. Yeah. 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 That's quite possible. Yeah. But as so be great as the caddies. Yes. <laughs> as great as the trip was, there is a sadness that even though I've done it basically three times now, the realization has come over me, boys, that might not happen again. I don't think it will. Mm. Because one simple reason, I know you're looking at me funny, Rose. There's too many other courses to play in life. That's fine. That's good. Too many other ones, but it's so special. It's so magical, except for the clock being wrong, which I'm not going to let that go. Unacceptable on that one. Don't let it go. But uh, it was so great. I highly recommend it. And uh, 
please try to get with a tour operator that can get you a time on the old course. Very important. You can sleep out and you can try to catch a spot, and there's a certain romance to that. I guess. You're going over there. You got to play the old course. Pay whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. You got to play it. And it was again, the round the of my life is playing over there. It's so really nice. neat, isn't it? Yeah. What'd you shoot? Uh, 74. You son of a gun. Now I got to go back, like Ronis. I can't let I'm Ghoul have a better good. number than me. I'm not I know that you're good. not. I, had a, I, I, made, I hold out from the fairway. I made an eagle on a downwind right. par five. All right. Final Crazy. segment coming up. It'll be a quick one. Capital Golf Gang live from Golfdom in Tyson's. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. All right, final segment here. We'll let the boys uh, get out uh, any stuff, information, thoughts that they have. Travelers, uh, Keegan Bradley back in the winter circle again. Good for him. Uh, yeah. The whole anchoring putter, anchoring ban really affected him pretty big. It did. Yeah. Webb Simpson, but yep. he figured it out. Don't care for the pre-shot. Seems like a nice guy. He's not a great guy. Can't stand him quite for me, but <laughs> I'm cool no, with I it. No, I think he's pretty legit. Just I think like guy. he is who he is. Yeah, no, no, yeah, he's no, no. He's, you know, he's. I have, I have a term for yes. some golfers. I call them GGCSHs. Great guy, can't stand them. Yeah, Zach because, Johnson. Because they're not really who they are. No, 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 no. I legitimately realize they're great guys. Yeah, they're some of them just, aren't, though. They're not. Some true. Of them oh, that's true. Camera, right. <laughs> and then, right. They, then you get to meet them. I know. I know. He's a Keegan's an, an everyman, you know, especially at, in his home. It's quirky in New England. Yeah, he's quirky. Yeah, but it's quirky. What? What a perfect fit. To win there because that's who he is, right? New England, they're all a little bit messed up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, agree. So they, uh, so Rory said that you know TPC Islands is unfortunately maybe a bit obsolete. Scores are really, really. He was not wrong. So what do you do? This was an elevated event, which shocked me. Coast to coast after a major. Is it because Travelers is a big deep-pocketed sponsor, insurance company that they're likely to hold on to, want yes. to hold on to? Well, that's is a that, TPC that, course as well. Though. Yeah, but it? I think yeah. the combination too. But the, it, originally when they said, and, and it might, this all might go away now with with the merger, but um, it wasn't going to be. You're not you're not elevated forever. It was this year. Okay. And then you know they'd probably sprinkle it to some others. Okay. You know, in the following uh, years, is, but that might change now. Is Travelers based in Hartford? It is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. There's some great courses. Yeah. Three point six million for first ain't too shabby. For, yeah. Ain't too for shabby. For twenty seven yeah. under or whatever it was. Yeah. And that skinny seventeenth fairway, which freaks me out looking at it. They just put it right out. It's there. not. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like no big golf deal course. Is just not that that difficult, especially yeah. for a tour pro. Yep. Details of the uh, live. PGA Tour merger were finally uh, presented to Congress and authorities for antitrust approval. It was not a lot of details, not a lot of stuff we yeah. didn't already hear from Jimmy Dunn. 
some interesting things in there. One thing that doesn't really matter but I thought was funny was the new name of the company is called Nuco. Well, no, I think that's a placeholder. Oh, really? Yeah, new company. Oh, that's a placeholder. Okay. That's a placeholder for hear, what they end up calling. I it. heard a great off-the-record conversation oh, sure with uh, the guy from the Golf Channel. T- uh, t- uh, Rich Lerner? No, he does all Brandel that. Brandel Chambly? No, anyways. And, Steve uh, Sands? No. But anyway, Kelly it, was, it was off <laughs> no the longer record, there. and um, it was about Congress and how they would react to some of this. And the person who was talking, who ne- I, I can't even remember his name yeah. right now, um, he, he said, look— we do so much business in the government with the Saudis. In fact, Boeing, I think their number one is the Saudis. Yeah. That there's no congressperson or senator who's going to stand up and say, say you know, no. we're going to stop this, this, and this, because is all they have to do is flip it. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was incredible to actually listen to this conversation. It was an interview, and then off the record, just standing there, Todd Lewis. Uh, Todd okay. Lewis was talking to uh, uh, no. the lefty. Uh, well, they better get some of this stuff squared away because, you know, next year will be here before you right. know, and they got to get a schedule going Got to figure it out. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, that's is... why I'm think I'm still guessing. Once again, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard anything on the record or anything like that. I'm still thinking the PGA Tour is going to be what it always is. And in the offseason, when they're trying not to go against football, is when we're going to see these silly team season events, team events, Far East events. So, yeah, so they'll play them in the morning on the in the United States, so it won't be competing against football. Uh, and some of our, well, our some of the PJ Tour players will now play in some of those hit and giggle team events. Right. And I've also heard it might be co-ed, so you might get some of the LPGA uh. players as well, so they get a chance to quote unquote cash in on the Saudi money. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't I don't anticipate a really big change. In the tour, sir. Yeah. Okay. And then not. we got to figure out they got to figure out how those guys get back, right? And who's running They're it? They're talking a suspension plus a fine, so you know maybe cost you a couple suspension. million, and you, and you still got to wait another year before yeah, you come no. back, or how a it's year from the year. By the time it all gets done, it'll be that three year cycle will be done, and they're just gonna walk right back on. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They're not. They're not gonna tell Dustin Johnson don't play golf for a year. That would be no. counterproductive. No. No. I don't think for everyone. No. All right. Um. What do you have, boys? Two minutes left. Nothing? No, I mean, it is... your bag of tricks and goodies? You know, one thing that I'm realizing in playing a little bit more is equipment has come so long, so far (laughs) that it's really fun. (laughs) Like, this equipment that's out there now is really fun. So if you're in the market, like, go see a PGA professional or come see them here at Golfdom. Like, it could change your game and your attitude dramatically. So... That's the only thing I have to say. I mean, we finally got some rain, which we needed badly. Yep. Golf is so up as far as rounds; it's ludicrous. Yeah, People what are, are your insane? What are your pros reporting, Mister Gould, around the middle? Well, Atlantic? first of all, our events are up thirty to forty percent participation. We just had a pro scratch yesterday in Richmond, Willow Oaks, with one hundred and eighty players, ninety teams, barely made it. Got got 30%. it in just before dark. Yeah, uh, so far all of our events are, are up, and it's uh, it's wonderful to see them all playing. It's a little bit more stressful for me trying to finish before dark yeah. in some of these events. Uh, but state open uh, state opens uh, early next month, early July. Maryland and Virginia State open, so I uh, encourage people to be watching for those uh, items. Really right. good players. It's so good to be back, Zabe. Yeah. Good to be um, back. We missed boys. two weeks here. Uh, this is, yeah, I love that's this right. Show. Back on schedule. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Come down to Golfdom, get all your gear here, or the store in Rockville or Annapolis. Have a great week, and we will see you next week. This has been the Capital Golf Gang. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to Zabe 
at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts.